Blog Talk Radio. I'm fired up. Are you fired up? Then welcome to your number one self-defense source, the Urban Wisdom Podcast, where I'll teach you the latest self-defense hacks so you can survive the daily struggles of fitness, nutrition, relationships, lifestyle from the mind of a martial artist. So if you're ready, gear up and knock out that follow button because the struggle is real, but it doesn't have to be. I'm the beacon of light that will guide your ship safely ashore, Brody Sorrell. Let's get started. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Happy uh, Thursday. This is your host, Brody, Brody the Urban Warrior Sorrell, bringing you another, uh, your daily dose of the Urban Warrior podcast. What today is 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 uh, Thursday declassified, where I'm going to break down rather a exercise, a workout strategy, a workout routine from your favorite martial arts discipline, your favorite athlete, or uh, you know a, a, a type of character, somebody who is influential in the um, martial arts. Going over it. Is a martial arts despite what some people seem to believe. Um, and as we talk about stuff like self defense and what have you, let's see if I can do this. And we talk about stuff like self defense and what have you. Boxing is one of those type of disciplines that would make real for a really good self defense for a beginner. It is simple and simple and effective. It keeps things very simple. Um, a lot of people are going to be looking for something that they can utilize without a lot of experience and that they can utilize today and not put in years and years and years and years and years. So that's why I uh, picked boxing. Uh, that's why I picked boxing. Um, so we're about, to, we're about to get right into it. Cannot find it. So I'm going to introduce to you my top five favorite boxing exercises. And um, as always, you can check the description below, and everything that I'm saying is also in the description. Click over to my um, blog at the Urban Survival Manual on uh, WordPress. So the number one uh, exercise is probably one of my favorite ones is sparring. There's no training that better mimics fighting conditioning than sparring. Aside from the excitement of training punches, it's great. It's a great boxing workout. Sparring is so much harder than training. You work every muscle in your body, jumping, uh, twisting, and contorting in an effort to respond to your opponent's every move. Your arms get tired because you're swinging at air. Your legs wear out faster because you keep going off balance. Your mind is panicking because you don't usually have to think so fast during training. You can't breathe as quickly because you got a mouthpiece on and an opponent who won't give you any room to breathe. 
so one of the biggest issues when it comes to working out is um, hitting a plateau. And what a plateau is, is you do something so, so uh, frequently that the body gets wise, the body gets hip to what you're doing, and then all of a sudden it's not as effective anymore. Um, but what sparring will allow you to do is you never know what's going to happen. You know, it's like you can go against the same opponent ten times, and you're going to get pretty much like ten different workouts. You're definitely going to get cardio. The fact that there is no uniform sequence that you're going to be using, your body will never hit a plateau. So it's always going to be something that's very uh, effective when it comes down to uh, working out and making sure that you stay moving forward, stay progressing in your training regimen. So sparring is is easily my favorite. And not to mention, when it comes to stuff like self-defense, there's a something that a lot of people don't know is about 70% of martial artists will actually you lose a street fight. And I believe like a big part of that is because of the fact that a lot of modern-day martial arts is way too choreographed because it's done like in a school that is worried about, um, and this isn't all of them, but some of them but are worried about money, and they want to make sure that mommy puts little Billy in class. So it's kind of like safety, it's, it's way, way too safe. Um, sparring is something that's a little bit more risque. That's why you want to make sure you have your head piece on, your headgear on, your mouthpiece in. You want to make sure that you're, you're wearing gloves and all this type of stuff, um, that you're wearing the proper protection for you and your uh, partner because it is, Sparring, it is training. You don't want to end up with a, a serious injury off of a off of a training exercise or a training drill. So number two, the number two exercise is mitt work, working the mitt. Uh, mitts are probably the best boxing drill to uh, learn a new technique. It's similar to sparring in that you get to improve your offense and defense simultaneously. Actually, um, I can't think of anything other than sparring to test your defense. Rather, the real benefit is that you get a real trainer who can see your every move and give you instant feedback. Hitting the mitt is the, is probably the best way to develop new skills, and it's a lot of fun. Um, the advantage of the mitt is that it works your timing and your accuracy in conditions that mimic a real fight. You'll have to move you'll, – you'll have a moving target that also punches back at you. My advice when working on the mitt is don't get tired. Yes, hit it as if you um, must, but learn how to punch right. Try going for about 30 minutes straight, and when, and then when you're uh, ready to step to stop, uh, finish off with three hard rounds. Don't just throw power into every shot. Develop your accuracy, timing, breathing, coordination, and reflexes, just like sparring. The key word is control. Control yourself to not get tired. Um, and this is why I uh, also love network. Is Anybody can throw a punch, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, do you want to be a shotgun or do you want to be a laser? Meaning a shotgun is something that you pull the trigger once and you you have so many little pellets that you have to hope that one of them or a few of them hit the target, while a laser is, is like a sniper, one shot, one kill. You know, it's going to have one penetrating point, one, uh, one focus point to kind of like neutralize your target. So a lot of people are going to throw a high volume of punches, you know, 10 punches to connect one or two, but you want to go one punch, one shot. And mitt work definitely develops that one punch, one shot style. And uh, like I always teach, fight is like 60 to 80% defense, only 20 to 40% offense, meaning you don't need to throw a whole bunch of punches to win. You just need to land that one lucky punch because anybody who's experienced will tell you that, 
um, all it takes is one punch to win. So you want to make sure that when you throw that one punch, you land that one punch. Uh, and mitt, mitt work will definitely help you do that, uh, you have, especially if you have a good holder, a good coach holding those mitts. Whenever you throw a punch, they're going to have those mitts lined up in a um, vital a vital target area, whether it's the chin, whether it's the jaw, whether it's kind of a temple, whether it's a rib, whether it's a sternum. And you'll learn muscle memory, which will allow you in a real situation. Your body will kind of take control, like Goku's Ultra Instinct-ish, and you'll be able to land one punch, one shot. So next, I'm going to go over shadow boxing. Shadow boxing is also uh, a really awesome one. One of uh, boxing's most underrated exercises uh, physically, it develops your form, your speed, and your balance. You can practice anything you want at full speed and move around. I'm sure it's not as glamorous as beating up a heavy bag, but it's deadly effective. And condition, it conditions your body to throw fast punches and gives you the opportunity to practice all fighting movements. Uh, shadow boxing is like meditating and visualizing exercise for a boxer. Use the opportunity to practice anything you want, like a difficult counter getting past your opponent's guard. You visualize as you shadow box. Moving around an imaginary opponent, shadow boxing in front of a mirror allows you to check your, your form and see instant changes in your movement. My favorite benefit of shadow boxing, you can do it anywhere, in front of a TV, doing a commercial, while talking to friends, waiting around at the grocery store, underwater, in the pool, or anywhere you can find a mirror. The only equipment you need to shadow box is a place to stand and a few seconds of your time. So um, a lot of people, like, a lot of people know what meditation is, but one of the strongest points, points of meditation or one of the strongest things you can do is visualization. In order to grow, you need mountains to climb. And with shadow boxing, what can end up happening is you can visualize that unbeatable opponent. Somebody who's bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you, they have a reach advantage over you, and you can work on countering that. You can, you can literally create in your mind an opponent that is tougher than anything that you will ever face in real life. And you can, you can train yourself to mentally overcome that through visualization. Like I always say in other episodes, the art of self-defense is the defense of oneself, and what self is is physical, mental, and emotional. One of the keys is mental. So to train properly, you have to also develop your, um, the mental. And, and uh, shadow boxing is an amazing way of training the mental because, like I said, a lot of, uh, you can visualize an opponent that's that unbeatable, that unstoppable juggernaut, and you can work on how you would overcome a reach advantage, how you would overcome a, um, a, a size advantage. And, you know, the mind doesn't fully understand what's real and what's not. You know what I mean? This is why, like, when you have dreams, sometimes you'll have a dream and you're, like, swimming, and, you're, and your body will twitch and wake you up. You know, your consciousness understands, but part of your, your subconscious doesn't understand. So your muscle memory can become developed like this as well through shadow boxing. Uh, next would be the double end bag. Uh, this right here is like my favorite bag exercise. The double end bag is something between a heavy bag and a speed bag. Hitting a bag, uh, a speed bag can get repetitive, and hitting a heavy bag is a bit hard on the hands over the years. So the double end bag naturally became uh, one of my favorites. You can hit the double end bag as hard as you want, but you have to time it rightly 
or excuse me, right and be as deadly to be deadly accurate. It's far more challenging to hit and develop your higher level skills, mainly timing and accuracy. I understand some fighters, especially beginners, don't on it, but I will say this, do it. Train on the double in bag and you will get much better at hitting opponents in the ring. It's pretty satisfying to land combos on the double in bag as much and much more satisfying when you can do it on a moving opponent. Aside from the timing and accuracy, the double end bag is great for developing hand speed and arm coordination. It's far more tiring to the double end bag because you have to be fast each time. I think of it as the minimal hand speed. If you're not fast enough to hit the double end bag, you're probably not fast enough to hit an opponent. Um, I also recommend wearing 12 to 16 ounce gloves and hit the double end bag for at least three rounds. Sometimes I'll go for 30 minutes straight, even while chatting with uh, other boxers, you know, just to kind of like cruise through it because, hey, that's just me. So um, when it comes to something like the double limb bag, you want to make sure like it's easy to hit a heavy bag. And, it's, and like, like I said, it's glamorous, but a heavy bag isn't moving. It's, it's a, it's a uh, fish in a barrel. But when you get into a real situation, like whether it's in the ring or in a self-defense like street situation, your your opponent's going to be moving. And, hey, you may even have, like, multiple opponents. So you need to get used to being able to move and hit on different angles. Um, and you need to be able to move hit, move and hit moving targets. So the double wind bag would be something that really allows you to kind of be able to start plucking targets out of the air, um, hitting moving targets. So that's a really, really powerful one, and it's something that's, like, very fun to do. Um. Next, I will go over uh, jump rope. <clears throat> this is like one of the like oldest ever um, exercises, time-tested and approved. The jump rope is one of the best exercises for a full-body conditioning. I'll tell you this is my whole favorite conditioning exercise for boxing. It teaches you how to increase your mus- muscle efficiency while developing your muscle conditioning. If you're If you've ever skipped rope before, you know, what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, then you'll just have to take my word for it. Using the jump rope trains two things, body conditioning and relaxation. Most beginners have a problem of always using their muscles and not knowing how to relax. If you do this on a jump rope, you'll gas out in a few minutes. Tops. However, if you do know how to relax, you can jump rope forever and not spend much energy. A a beginner will exert his energy the whole time on a jump rope, whereas an experienced skipper will relax with every quick bounce and only require a split second of muscle muscle contraction. When I first started jump roping, I was out of breath in about two minutes. Now I can go for a much longer time. I actually don't break a sweat until um, maybe about like five minutes in. The difference is that I know how to relax and contract my muscles just in time to skip over the rope. And it develops your mental relaxation and maintains a minimal level of awareness of all time. You have to always be aware of the rope. Later on, that raises uh, level, that raised level of awareness can be used to slip jabs or other punches. You'll always, you've always um, used to move and thinking and you can still relax while doing so. Physically, it works your arms, shoulders, back, and legs. You'll develop better footwork and more relaxed foot, as well as more relaxed footwork. 
combine that great body conditioning and with the improved muscle relaxation and raise the maximum level of awareness, and you'll see why the jump rope makes for better fighters. At the very least, you should be able to jump rope and tell jokes without getting tired. Anybody that can do that will be able to box without getting tired. Jump rope is – jumping rope is something that, like – okay, first of all, I'll say this. When it comes to uh, martial arts, when it comes to boxing, when it comes to self-defense, everything is a battle of attrition. Whoever can go the longest stands the better chance of winning. Okay, you want to you wanna take your, person, your opponent out quick, quickly, but you don't want to start throwing punches and all of a sudden you can't throw punches no more because you're tired. Um, you don't need to go – you don't need to hold 0 to 100. You don't need to hold 100 all the time. You need to know how to go 0 to 100 back to 0 back to 100 opposed to staying at 100. And jumping rope will allow you to do that. Jumping rope will allow you to establish to establish a cadence. What was that? Establish a cadence and then all of a sudden strike, get out of there, and gear down a little bit. You'll stay on guard, but you'll gear down, and you'll be able to strike, get out of there, gear down. Or when your opponent's coming at you, you'll be able to descend without getting, without getting tired, or you'll be able to attack and punch. Um, and only exert energy when necessary, meaning your opponent probably will get tired four to six times faster than you will, if not even more, even a greater ratio than that, meaning you'll be able to handle multiple opponents as well as the, the, um, the average person. You'll definitely be able to school them in the endurance department. So those were my five basic exercises. I'll say this. I have a couple of honorable mentions, though, um, in my honorable mentions are running as well as crunches. Those are uh, also two really great exercises, but a lot of people don't like to do them because they get boring. And when it comes to crunches, crunches can kind of like mess up your center of balance because um, a lot of people end up doing crunches, but they don't end up um, training their back, so their back becomes very stiff. Um, and, and when their back becomes stiff, it messes up a lot of other techniques. So I'm not going to hold you for too much longer. Um, those are my five uh, top boxing exercises. I'll say this, though. If you like that and you want to learn more and you want to see this list in its entirety, go ahead and check in my description section, and you will see a link for my Urban Survival Manual on WordPress. Go ahead, click on that. Feel free to subscribe to, the, uh, to my Urban Survival Manual blog. It is free, obviously, and you'll be getting a ton of information, and I'll be doing a ton of uploads. Also, if, you want, if you're into the martial arts community and you want to get some real fun, st some fun stuff going, I have a link to my Twitch where we'll be doing live streamings, Q&As, as well as um, horror, survival, and fighting game stuff. Go ahead and um, follow me on Twitch as well as if you want to – if you like where this is going and you want to see more, feel free. If you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and click on my um, link to my Patreon where we have donations from everything, where, everything from like a dollar a month on up. That stuff goes to buying new camera equipment. Uh, new podcasting equipment, new computer equipment, so I can provide better entertainment to our community um, and help me give back to you. Well, thank you for tuning in today. I will, this is your host, uh, Brody Sorelli, Urban Warrior. Thanking you for tuning in to the Urban, um, Urban Warrior podcast. Uh, I appreciate your time. Without you, there is no me. Um, I will see you all tomorrow. Until then, this is Brody Sorrell signing out.